Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down, don't touch that, stop it. Where's the line? We are rolling. Great. Well, welcome to Hands Off Parents. I'm Abby. I'm Steph. Hi, Steph. How are you? I'm great, <laughs> Abby. It's so sunshiny today. Do I? It's the shower. <laughs> you showered. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. I don't know why I would be sunshiny because my son cried for about four hours straight last night. Oh, no. It's fine. Is he, sli- is he sleeping? We're we're working on things. You're working on like a sleep sleep. We're training thing. I'm not gonna say anything. Oh yeah, I that's don't, right. You mess. You said something and then it got ruined. We're just we're just working on. You're things. working it. We're in a transitional phase. Okay, that's um, fair. So that's what's going on. I actually have been sleeping because my son is not. I should probably not say it though. Yeah, don't say it. So this is kind of a shitty podcast. Ew. Neither <laughs> of us can talk about our triumphs because we're scared to put it out in the universe. Okay, that uh, I talked two weeks ago or three, some weeks ago about this like pee so al- many weeks pee alarm. Yeah. Okay, I have no idea why this thing would work. Okay, it for those who for those who are just joining you us, you clip this alarm to the kids' underwear, and when they wet their underwear, it goes off in the most obnoxiously loud alarm. And sounds I, like a dream. It's after you already peed, so in my mind, it's too late. But for some reason. I don't know. We haven't peed in seven days. Wow. And now we will Why? tonight. Why, Why did, did I just say, say that? It? Never mind. God. I'm not even going to. I'm just that. kidding. We pee. He's peeing every night. Just kidding. All he does is pee. Just kidding. All he does is pee. <laughs> I don't even know how you're here. You're all the pee. <laughs> Swam through it to get here. So we're being optimistic. Good. To say that. Um, optimism. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. To segue. Yeah. Optimism is tough. Um, So we've gone to an every two weeks schedule here at Hands Off Parents. Yes. And it's so crazy because the news cycle is like I listen to the daily every day. Yeah. And even by the time I listen to the daily. It's over. It's already too late. Like the news has already broken. And, And this week in therapy, my therapist was like, do you ever take news breaks? And I was like, no, I, I don't. I, yeah. I really, really don't. And she's like, maybe you should. And I'm like, but I, I, why? It's still, I don't know. I, I'm sort of like, yeah. uh, whatever. But the point is, um, it's been a really hard week. And um, as a woman, uh, I am, I don't know. I've tapped into some rage and some anger mm-hmm. that I didn't even know was there. I, I don't usually feel angry like that's not my primary go-to I'm usually like anxious or sad or Mm -hmm. you know I want to go to sleep but like anger and rage and fury that's not primary right now it is yeah I've been very like I've just been like baffled yeah I mean angry yeah but like every time I think about or read something I'm just shocked I mean complete shock I cannot believe all of the things that right. have been going on. All of the things. It just doesn't even make any sense. You can't keep up. No. And I think the problem with it is obviously, obviously the problem is, you know, rapists in the Supreme Court and things like yeah. that. I mean, like, that's a problem. But like on a, on a sort of micro level. Yes, on our personal level. What it does is that it steals some serious energy and attention from our kids. From our kids, Yes. And from our everything, from everything, it affects my texting last week. And I I have one day to do work. Yes. And I just could not stop flipping back and forth between tabs. Right. But yeah, 
let's talk about kids. Yeah. That's what we're here. to Well, talk and about. it affects, it affects my, my mood. It, yeah. affa- it affects my patience with, with my daughter. I'm snapping at her more. I'm like, I'm on the phone. I, like, let me tell y'all, I got this, um, if, it, if you've updated your phone, you will see there is a new thing called screen time. It's under your settings. And it will tell you how much you are spending Not uh, on your that. phone. The amount of time that I spend on Twitter is Oh, it'll tell you specific. Breaks it down by app. Oh, my goodness. It's disgusting. horrible. I hate myself. I hate you, too. You do. I do. Like, hours that I'll never get back. And so on I'm like... On Twitter? On Twitter. Because it's where I get my news. Yeah. Yeah. And then I rant on it like a psycho. I know. You're like, I know. I've seen it. <laughs> so anyway. I've liked many of the, your rants. Thank you. Um, here to talk about uh, this... My my sort of definition of who we have today is that he is the coolest person yes. I've ever met. I agree. No, like it's not even he's looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, you know, there's cool people. Yeah. And then there's people who are like, fine, whatever. I don't know. Like everything about him it's is cool. just supremely cool. Even what he's wearing. I know. And it's like 100 degrees. And yeah, like he, and he looks, looks incredible. Cool. Okay. So we have Marlon Hall here today. And I'm going to just get, I'm going to run down his resume really quick. We we don't deserve him. But alas, here he is. Um. Marlon is an anthropologist. He is a yoga teacher. He is a director of Folklore Films, which is a nonprofit organization here in Houston. He is a lecturing fellow at Princeton and Duke. He is also a father. That's why he's on this show. Of the cutest I know. little girl. She's incredible. Yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk yet. Thank you. So you much. can talk. You can talk. Oh! <laughs> uh, Marlon, we are so excited to have yeah. you. Yeah, oh, we are. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, you're, I'm humbled. By being here, thank you. No, we are humble. We are, that you we took are the time. The humble is ours. Actually, I texted Steph. I was like, you know who we should ask? Marlon. And she was like, he doesn't. He, he's never around. That's I was what like, I said. No, 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 I just left his yeah. class. In the city. Text him right now. <laughs> like, I'm he, so he's, happy. No, he's always traveling. He's yeah. never going to be here. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, when Abby and I were talking about like mindfulness in the in the <laughs> the face of. Of doom, doom. yes, mm. you know, it was like you are an obvious choice because you sort of occupy that sphere in yeah. my mind. Like you sort of speak to that and and you know live that way, at least on social media, which is true. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. What do you what do you think about all this, Marlon? What do you think? You know, I think that we are in the midst of. Um, a messy, muddy middle space yeah. around what it means to be human, you know? <laughs> um, and so as as we move through the messy, muddy middle space, we have a whole bunch of mud in between our toes, <laughs> and it's uniquely uncomfortable, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it feels grimy, you know? But, but there is a unique opportunity also for glory, too, to, like, um, you know who your friends are now more than you ever knew. You know what you what you believe now more than you yeah. ever knew. Like you've been reduced to the least common denomination of your conviction in the midst of all the bullshit that we're going through. You know, you yeah. see the bounty of life more fully because of how foolish we look to the world. I have friends in Kenya who were like, yo man, please come home, come oh, back yeah. to Kenya before you lose your life in a nation that's lost its mind. I mean, can you believe that? I know every generation feels like this is the worst. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, every generation feels that way. Yes. But it does feel that way. It does feel that way. 
Because there's a humanity that's lacking. And our country has a pretty shitty fucking history, okay? Yeah. In a lot of ways. It does. But I don't know. There's something about right now, I think with with who is in charge and the focus on humanity or the lack of humanity. Uh, yeah, I just read an, an article, uh, I think it was the Atlantic, that was just like, we're so, with, like, making fun of each other has become a sport again. Like, uh-huh. it's become a fun thing to do. And we were watching um, that Barnum movie, which is totally terrible. Don't watch it. The Greatest Showman. Right, right, right. Although I know people love it <laughs> who are listening to this. My kids flipped for it. But anyway, in that time when it was, like, pointing fingers at people who had, like, like disabilities and like that was like a funny thing to do like mm-hmm. i feel like we've gone back there in a weird yeah. way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like making fun of people with down syndrome like they just highlighted in this article all the like horrible things that people have done in the media mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. of a certain um government well, body tr- it trickles down yeah. and it trickles it, down it trickles down yeah i mean the the horror that i felt the other night watching our president make fun of a sexual assault survivor was a horror that I feel constantly around him. But the thing that was yeah. the worst is the people behind him that were laughing yeah. and cheering for him. And I'm just like, wh- how are we the same? Because I see that you're human. Like, I see that you have two eyes, a possibly, nose, a mouth. Possibly. You're standing on two feet. Like, I see that you're human. Mm-hmm. But where is where is your soul? Where is your soul? Yeah. How could you have how- forgotten what it means to be sensitive to to the least, the last, and the lost. Because you know you've been there before. You know that you've been lost. You know that you've been least or last in one way or another. But maybe they don't. Even the, well, even the privileged, because the power of being human um, involves pain. Yeah. And every human being will face it. What I think has happened is that many of us have had to express our understanding of dealing with the pain through amnesia. It's like amnesia. Like, people forget. Mm-hmm. Like, you forget what it feels like to be last in line Mm -hmm. because the trauma that we deal with on an everyday basis um, can create this personal amnesia where we forget um, why we exist to love people, to care for people. And so many of those folks are amnesiacs and just need to be reminded of what it means to be human again. And that's what I'm here to do in the world is like not to be a part of the problem nor to even make fun of the people making fun of the people, Mm -hmm. but to make fun with people. To make fun with people. I love that. Yeah. I love that, Marlon. And it's, but so how do you go about doing that? And I'm like, and not just saying, how do you be a good person? I, I feel just like. tell us how. How do you do it? <laughs> Can you just how, give us like a manual? So one of the things that I've been grappling with is raising boys in this Ooh, God sort bless of you. society. Wow. Where. Yeah. Wow. There, how do you instill in them? Because I already see these things going on with them where they point out differences in gender and have a little bit of power over girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And girls are allowed to do certain things. I mean, already. And I, I'm like, where the frick where did, did you that get come that from? I know where. From the media, from books, from where. But like, and it's instilled in probably their teachers. And I have no idea. And probably for me, too. Yeah. I make you know, I'm do the cooking and whatever. So mommies do cooking. And mm. so how do you, you can rest assured. My daughter never sees me cook. <laughs> <laughs> how do you do, do, I mean, how can we make our kids be good people? Yeah. And you're, I mean, you have a daughter. Oh my God. How do you get her to this place where she's not going to have to 
put up with the shit. I, I, first, I acknowledge that, you know, me being here is oxymoronic because, dude, I do not know what in the hell I'm doing when it comes to parenting. <laughs> you know, I'm none a, of us do. Yeah. I mean, the point of the podcast is Yo. we none of us know what we're doing. And that's why, like, maybe if we talk about it, we can just share our experiences because, yeah. I mean... It's the hardest job in the world. It is. Yeah. It is. You know, so I can share my experiments with you, um, <laughs> um, but I can't share, like, a solid experience to say, yes, this is how you do right. it. Yeah. I yeah. will say that, like, in my experience, do I allow my kid to feel all that she feels without um, giving her a filter that's generated by my own fear of not feeling, you know? Okay. So when... Uh, and how old is your daughter? She's seven. Okay. She's the best thing I can't believe she's vegan seven. Vegan sausage. <laughs> she, she's savory yeah. and sweet at the same time. She is precious. Yeah. She's fun. Her name is Phoenix, and her mother and I were hoping to have a baby for eight years. Wow. And our expectations were burned to ashes. And uh, so when she was conceived, we named her Phoenix because she rose from the ashes of our that's burned awesome. expectations. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was born with red hair, y'all. Really? Yeah. And a smile. Oh, my gosh. She came out of the womb smiling with her head smushed. It was it was wild. That's awesome. That's magic. It was bananas. That's yeah. magic. So I allow her to feel what she feels. Sometimes I don't want to because mm. I'm like, I don't want to feel bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yep. ba- let's have fun right now. We yeah. talk Get about, over it. Oh, my God. Stop crying. Yeah. We talk about at this the park. all the time. Yes. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Why don't you feel crying? what you feel because I don't want to feel it either. Right. I don't want to catch that feeling cold. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just allow her to be who she is in any given moment. And so the more she opens herself up to the pain of any given moment, the more she also opens herself up to the possibility of it. So we limit the possibility of our children by trying to restrict how they experience pain. But the same window through which pain comes is the same window that possibility comes through too. So we just got to keep the fucking window all the way open at all times. Or the door. Keep the door. Keep the door to possibility open. By, By allowing your kids to walk through the door with pain. Yeah. You know, so so I think that, so again, kind of going back to this amnesia thing, I think many of us, to resist the pain of pain, mm-hmm. have put up these masks, these facades. These walls. These walls yeah. that we call sarcasm. Right. Um, and we think, we've, we live in a culture now where we've been taught that the more critical you are, the, the more a critical thinker you are. Yeah. So the smarter you are, the more snarky you are. But that's just a, a direct result of our sickness mm-hmm. for not dealing with our pain. And so we resist dealing with our pain by painting on a mask of cynicism. And cynicism has become the new religion. It really it's has. New, new politics, new political party. Yeah. Cynicism is the new humanity. Oh, I feel it. I feel it deeply. And I and I feel like we almost embrace it. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people do, right? Well, because, oh. I don't know. I mean, I, I embrace my pain. I embrace my pain as a human being. I, but I feel like I've had, like, so much of it that I just, like, <laughs> yeah. expect know. it, you know? know? Like, I'm just like, oh, my... Like, I, I basically spend my life waiting for shit to go wrong. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? It's, I feel that... Because mm-hmm. I'm just... I just think that's how it works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, I'm like, mm-hmm. how do people, do people go through the world and not wait for pain or, or the other shoe to drop? Like, and then the fact that that is my fucked up worldview, 
I feel so f- afraid of passing that down to my children. Dude, yeah. I see it show up in my kid. You know, she, the, the way that she assumes negativity. Yeah. Like the other day, she made a mistake. Oh she, my gosh. She had a mouthful of uh, <laughs> a mouthful of peppermints, and she was only supposed to have had one. And I was like, yo, what's up? You know, she, and with a mouthful of peppermint, she was like, so does this mean I'm a bad person? Right. <laughs> and I was like, no, you made a horrible decision, but you're not a bad person. Yep. She spit the peppermints out. She said, nah, dad, I'm a bad person. Oh. I'm a bad person. And I was like, dude. This is, okay, are you, is your daughter critical of herself? Soup hyper. Okay, this is something we are very disturbed about right now. Yeah. Because, if, like, if she can't do something... She starts beating herself up. Oh, uh, my God. Like, physically? No, no, no. Like, oh. like just, I can't do it. I, I don't know. I mean, she's like, it just starts this negative self-talk. But I do yeah. it, too. Yeah, I do, too. And so she, she's reflecting, you know what I'm saying, how I process, you know, difficult situations. Yep. Which is why I'm saying, like, we shut our kids down because they are mirrors that, that show us who we are and aren't. Yeah. Totally. But, but then what do you do? Okay, so my kid, too. I, one of them can read. One of them is, has a, a lot of problems reading. And he'll sit down, and we'll all try to read, and he gets up and walks away. or he'll, And we'll be like, sit down. <laughs> right. Your brother can read. Come at yeah. Get over here. Come on. Podcast <laughs> listeners, if you can only see the face of this woman, and she's giving these instructions to sit down. It's like, how do you – I don't want to pr- – I don't want to, because I feel like in my, when I was raised, I was raised as you, you don't need to do that. You don't need to, if you're struggling, then give it up. Mm -hmm. And that's become my go-to. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. So whatever. I'm better than that. And I don't want that for my kids. So I I feel feel like I've been doing the exact reverse of being like, you can do it. You can do it. Well, what if he can't? (laughs) I mean, he can't actually right now. So am I embracing the pain or am I making the pain? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. And I know you don't know the answer, but. No, no, I don't have any answers. You know, my response is that like, um, I think you, you, so when I went to yoga teacher training and I'm going to talk about listening, right? Not making assumptions about whether or not your child is or isn't um, giving up. And so you push them because they may be giving up or you let them go because they may be giving up. Like I went to yoga teacher training and I was gone for 21 days and I came back and on the 22nd day, I spent the whole day with Phoenix when I got back. And we were hanging out laughing and talking. And one of the things that we're taught in yoga teacher training is that your listening makes the difference, not your knowledge. So it's not what you know, it's what you're listening for in any given moment, right? So 21 days doing that, 22nd day, we're hanging out. Her bedtime is at 7.30. It's 6.30. And I was like, you know what? Let's just talk. We've been running around the city all day having fun. Let's just talk for an hour before bed. Y'all, we start talking and we start leaning in towards each other. We became like a pretzel of each other. We just connected, laughing, talking. And I was like, okay, let me take a look at my watch to see how much time has passed. Maybe 15 minutes. Man, it was four hours. What? It was 10.30 p.m. What? 10.30 p.m. You and your little girl talked for that long? 10.30 p.m. And it felt like 15 minutes. Wow. So So I pulled her away from me and I was like, you know, Fifi, I said, Daddy is so proud of the way that you have grown in the past 21 days since he's been gone. You know, the way that you speak and the way that you see the things mm-hmm. that you see and how you articulate that. I'm, like, I'm just so proud of you. You've grown so much. And then she kind of smirked. She was like, mm-hmm. I was like, what, what's that? 
Like, what's up? Because I'm listening now. Mm-hmm. She says, well, Dad, I always talk like that. She said, you just never listen. So then she leaned in and she said, I want to thank you, Dad, for growing in the past 21, 21 days. Oh. She said, and I want to thank you <laughs> for doing the work so that you can hear me. Ah. And then she touched me on the knee and she said, Daddy, it's way past my bedtime. Oh. Good night. And went to bed and just left me there just crying. Oh, right? my gosh. And so I think that one of the ways that we can maybe can she not be president? answer that <laughs> is to, to be in the listening of our children much more. Yeah. Not hearing, not listening for what our parents told us so that we won't tell them what our parents told us. And not even listening for what people will tell them if they don't do this thing right now. Like people are going to say that they're horrible if I don't correct this now. Yeah. But listening to them in the very moment that we're in with them. That is so, I, oh man. Yeah, that's I a feel nice story. like I keep that story. The discomfort that I feel sometimes, like when Iris doesn't want to talk. Or when she wants to be in silence. Oh my God. Like, I I mean, and like, I'm like, she has this, like, she has the wherewithal to, to identify when she needs to tune out and like shut down. But I can't, I can't handle silence. I can't handle it. I can't fucking handle it. So, you know, like we'll be, we'll be eating or something and like, she's not talking to me and I'm like, how was your day? How did it? Who, what was her snack? What was it? What did you do in art class? What did you learn in science? What did you, and she's like. Mommy, I just I want to eat right now. You know, I'm just eating right now. Like, and I'm just like. But what about me? Yeah. What about what about like I I don't want to. And it's just like her her center of gravity. I feel like is just so much more like strong than mine in so many ways. They, you, we feel like they don't know their feelings. Like you don't understand know, your feelings. I know, I know. But really we don't understand their feelings. We don't. Nor ours. Nor most ours. Times, yeah. You know? Nor ours. And yet we're using how we don't understand our feelings to assess their feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'll go back to your reading thing. Like I find myself doing this a lot where I'll be like I want you to read to me. Can you read to me right now? Would you read yeah. to me right now? Let's read. Let's read. Let's read. Let's read. Let's read right now. You know, but she goes to school all day. And yeah. When she gets home. She's tired. She doesn't want to do it. And so she says, I don't really feel like reading right now, mom. I don't, I don't want to do that right now. Mm. And it's like, I have this need for her to excel, you know? Yeah. And like I say like, oh, I'm hands off. But like, you know, my father and you're talking about your parents, but you, your parents voice in your head. If I didn't have like straight A's as a kid growing up, he wouldn't even look at my report card. Straight you know, up. really? Like he was just such a, you know, I would like write papers and stuff and he would just bleed red ink. I mean, just like, and, and he, and of course like his intentions were good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I was a great, I was a great student, I think because of it, but I think I have this innate drive to make sure that my kids are academically successful because that was like drilled into my head. Yeah. I feel you know? the same way. I, my dad's favorite line, we, uh, we would come home and say, Oh, I got a 95. And he would say, what happened to the other five points? Oh, <laughs> like, uh, every time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I think it becomes a part. Yeah. It becomes a part of you. Yeah. We and it's a reflection so of you. Yeah. yeah. Like your kids it's are a, a reflect- reflection yeah. of no, you. No. I've never been more embarrassed than when my kid is in a public space and she does something I don't want her to do. Yes. I'm like, you know, like, I'll speak to so-and-so. Like, say hi to so-and-so. And she's like, yeah, I don't want to say hi to that person. I'm like, <gasps> I'm so sorry. Yes. She Marlin. didn't have a nap. She didn't have a this. And yep. I'm like, why do I, Why am I explaining she's away kid. her I, choice? Yeah. yeah. Literally, this last weekend, we saw somebody who was, like, important. 
You know, like I needed to make a good impression. Oh, and, that's the worst. And I was like, Iris, say hello. And she goes, blah. <laughs> she was like, blah, blah, blah. Uh. And I was like, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> sorry. No, no. And then we get out and I was like, Iris, when, when mommy to do it. And I'm like scolding her. Yeah. For like doing meh. For being four. <laughs> She's four. She's yeah. four. It's, I mean, anyway. And the person probably couldn't have cared less. That's the thing. I know. We think that everybody thinks all about us all the time. Nobody gives a shit about you. Totally. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. I mean, that truly is, that yeah. is the truth. That's the Everyone's truth. too worried about themselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, I always used to tell my students that when I was a teacher. I was like, listen, I know that you... Are, are carrying whatever happened in this classroom between us, like tomorrow, the next day, the next day. And I say this with love. The second I walked out of the classroom, I started thinking about my kids, my grocery list, what I'm eating yeah. for lunch. Wow, I'm not thinking good. about you. You're holding on to it. I am mm. not. And, and I hope that doesn't hurt your feelings. Mm. But I don't care about that anymore. Mm. I've moved on. Mm. When you're like obsessing about your interaction with somebody, mm. they're not. They're no. not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> So, okay, so let's go back to this issue of, like, being present. Because before we started, we were talking about, I was telling you guys about the phone thing before we started recording. And you said something interesting, Marlon, about how you'll feel, you'll find yourself being checked out, and then you'll spend, like, 15 minutes Uh, guilting yourself Mm -hmm. about the fact that you were checked out, and then you've lost, like, an hour. Yeah, yeah. So let's uh, speak to that. Like, how do you, how are you, okay. Let's speak concretely. Okay. (laughs) How are you with your phone around your kid? So we have a rule. Okay. And that rule is that, well, first of all, context is, is that I am recently divorced. I'm a Mm -hmm. single dad and I have 72 hours a week to spend with my kid. Okay. So you got to make them count. I got the weekends. I got to make them count. And you have every weekend. Every weekend. Okay. Yeah. So from the time I pick her up around five o'clock after her school of rock, She's a part of a band called the School of Rock. Oh my god! They have band rehearsal. <gasps> I promise. They Is that at school? It's at her school. Oh my god! That's yeah. awesome. I know. She plays. She they they all play the instrument. So she plays drums, guitar. Oh, I love And that. she's a vocalist. So now I pick her up. Uh, uh, pick her up from school, and I can I can only use my phone if it is a must. Okay. And like uh, the whole weekend. The whole weekend. Wow. Text, call, email. So I can't like talk to my mom on the phone while I'm with her casually or to a business partner. I can't do any of that. That's the rule, right? And same is true of her. She can't use her electronic device either. So no screens. No screens. All weekend. All weekend. Because y'all, what I've recognized is that... How are you alive? (laughs) How am I alive, right? (laughs) Is that like, um, my my wife often says, my ex-wife often says, do you have a problem with her? listening and paying attention and i say the average problems you know that an adult a a teacher of a kid would have with a seven-year-old she's like no she does not she's not vibing and so i recognize that with my with my wife my ex-wife my daughter's attention span is as wide as the screen on a cell phone Mm -hmm. more often than not so those are the dimensions of her attention span right Mm -hmm. but when i take away that device and her attention span is as broad as the earth is wide, yeah. then she becomes more aware and a better listener of me. So we so enrich true. our experience together, and she's more disciplined 
when she nor I have a device. Yep. So true. It's, and we've talked about this so many times. You pay attention to your kids and they actually are good. And they act better. <laughs> they, oh yes, my God. They just act it, better. That, it's a miracle. Yeah. yeah. That they is something. your attention. And we're like, oh, we don't know what we're doing. I know that to be true. Yeah. If I put my stupid, dumb phone away, she responds better. She responds. If and I tune into her, she tunes into me. Dude, and it's a must. And she and we hold each other accountable. And she'll be like, Daddy, is it musty? That's what we always say. Is it musty? It's <laughs> great. And I'm like, yes, it's musty because we're headed to so-and-so's house for a pool party. Want to let them know we're running late. I have to, I have to over-communicate why I'm using yeah. this device rather than under-communicate while using it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm doubling the communication. Mm-hmm. When I do use my phone, I'm talking to her more even. So then, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm explaining to her why I'm using the phone. Yeah. So I'm still giving her more engagement. And she just, she participates in life with me better when yes. I participate in life with her better. And when I don't participate in life with her, like if you and I were talking about, we were all talking about it. Like af- 15 minutes after I recognize that I have not been present, then it takes me 30 minutes to deal with the, the shame. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I only have 72 fucking hours. Right. Yeah. You gotta you know make them count. I yeah. gotta make them count. <laughs> so an hour has passed and we've been, so why not just cut straight to the chase and let's just not use any distractions yeah. that we know will be distractions that have been proven distractions. But so 72 hours doesn't sound like a lot, but in my brain, I'm sort of calculating if I was to Think of how much time I actually dedicate to my children. I wonder if it would be 72 hours. Dude, I'm, 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 I'm trying my best. Why don't you look at that app? Because <laughs> let me, because I don't want to look at that app. Let me tell you, because I, you know what was most, I'm going to, I'm going to say this and I'm so ashamed to say this out loud, but I'm going to say it because I want to try to hold myself accountable. The weekend time, my screen time is so much higher but on my own phone. Week. Yeah. Be, but that's when I have my kids yeah. with me. Isn't that something? Yeah. That's when I'm with. That's when I'm with my kids all day. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong? Oh. I mean, like, I want these children. I wanted to bring them into the world. Oh. And then when they get here, I'm going to ignore them. And yeah. then just, and then also just like want them to go to sleep. Like, what is? What am I doing? <laughs> what them to do is go to sleep. Just go to fucking sleep. What is wrong with us? Why? But that's parent. I can't imagine. I ima- No, I imagine that that has been a parenting mantra forever and you think ever. So? Uh, I mean, they, our parents used to just like drink and send us what? away. Yeah, yes. my mom and dad. <laughs> They used to always say, um, children should not be in grown folks' conversation. Yeah. It's like, okay, so when can we all talk then? Yeah. yeah. Children should be neither seen nor heard. I know. <laughs> like, that's the difference. I mean, I, when you think about so it. I think you're right. Yeah, that yeah. has been a tradition. Yeah. Because they used to be like, go outside and play and don't come home till it's dark. Please go work on this farm. If yeah. not... Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Go live somewhere yeah. else. That's right. Do your do your work. Yeah. yeah. I think listening is essential. I also think prioritizing yep. like electronic use um is essential. And for me, like I don't know about you guys, but I have to be around the discipline of enjoying my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like it's a work. Yeah. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, yes, yes. yes a like, job. I have to set my attention on the thing that I love about her. Yes. In those moments when I'm so frustrated. I'm, I'm, I, I'm so embarrassed to say this, but when I'm bored with her. Yes. Like yes. when she's asking me to play with dolls, y'all, I'm like, this is, I, I do hate, not, I hate, it. I I hate, hate it. this. I know. Yes. 
I do not want to play with them. I'm like, dude, can we watch like Cupcake and Dino? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Please, like, don't pull out the dogs. I, I'm like, I don't want to get on the floor and play. I don't want to get no. on the floor and play. I don't, don't want to do that. No, let's go somewhere. I'm like, dude, can we go to the movies? Can we? And no. that's you. Let's just sit here and play with dolls for hours. Dad. They can do those things. Yeah. I know. It, it's amazing. Can you draw this for me? So I'm I have like, to look at her right eye. Yourself. I'm like, okay, look at that pretty right eye. <laughs> yeah. So I look at her chin. I have to find these small things mm-hmm. to set my attention on that I that I am in love with. Yes. Yeah. Um, To deal with the things that I that I hate. So I think like setting your attention on what you love about your kids. Yeah. Well, what I love about Phoenix like helps me is the discipline of enjoying her in those moments when we're doing things that I do not like to do. Yeah. That's a good, I think that's that's such a, like the boredom. That's such a boring. Isn't that horrible to say? No. That your children bore you? No, no. I totally get that. I totally get that. I've never said it out loud (laughs) and I'm saying it on, on, on an archive that's no, I mean, indelibly we'll marked never on all of electronic <laughs> history. Yeah. So true, though. It's so accurate. I, I know every single parent who's listening to this right now is like nodding their head. And they're like, yes, <laughs> they're so, so fucking boring. That's so yeah. boring. I know. And we have this book that, that I read, Iris. It's called Dear Girl. Mm-hmm. Y'all have this book? Uh-uh. No. It's like Dear Girl. And it like tells them, raise your hand, be the loudest in the room. Blah, blah, blah. You would love it. Oh, I love Dear Girl. You would love already. it. You've got to get it. But anyway, one of the things is like, dear girl, it's super boring to talk about how bored you are. You know, like, yeah, <gasps> yeah. And that's I, funny. I know. I love this book. It's so good. I, I got it when I was on my book tour. Like I went to this little independent yeah. bookshop and I was like, what do you guys think the best book is that I can get for my daughter? And they were like this one. Okay. Um, and it's, it's great. It's totally great. Um, maybe you should get it. Read to your sons. <laughs> dear girl. <laughs> yeah. So. Because Iris has started girl. to say, like, that's boring. Or, like, she started to do this thing. Okay, you your kid's a little bit older, so you'll tell me if your kid does. She is starting, and maybe it's the cynical thing. Maybe she's starting to be cynical. She'll do this thing where she's like, last night I was singing, and I was being kind of funny about it. And I said, what do you think about that? And she goes, yeah, that's... um." That's really great, Mom. Oh, my kids told like, me to stop singing all the but time. But she didn't say stop. She was she was saying that's she's really making, great, but she was like rolling her eyes and she was yeah. and I was like, Wow, like <laughs> you know how to do that? How? Because your mom is an yeah. asshole. That's oh, how. Yeah. Like because I talk so much shit all day long to everyone. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, like, oh and it's God. funny. Oh it's funny. But, like, truly, I'm like, oh, you're just talking shit to me right now. Because but that's what you that's see. That's what you see. Because I talk shit to you. <laughs> I wonder if it's a girl thing, too, though. Talk about this. Yeah. Like, I... Girls are so, so different than little boys. Yeah. Little, like my sons will play. They don't want me to, I mean, they want me to play with them, but not really. They, and I have twins, so it's they're kind built of. In. They're built in. They have a built in friend. But they, I mean, I'm so snarky and, and they, none of that. They don't do, they're not sassy. Interesting. Boys don't sass you out. They, boys they'll don't hit sass you. you like. They'll what? They'll hit you. Right. And really? Iris, yes. Yeah. Um, Iris never does that, but they are not sassy. They don't know that gene. They don't have it. You know, they that might is one interesting day because I, I can tell, I mean, Harrison obviously is like about to be five months. So, but I can tell even like Iris was always super, super complicated and layered, mm-hmm. you know, like when she was a baby, 
I couldn't figure out. I couldn't crack the code on her. You know, like she was, she was hard. She was like, but she was, there was a depth to her. Like I felt like when she was staring at me as a baby, she was like staring into I get my that. soul. I totally get that. My son, like when he, he's just laughing and yeah. smiling and happy and wants to just hear me singing to him. And it's not complicated when he's crying. I know exactly what to do. Yeah. I can crack his code. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like there are these like layers that I have to like dig to get through. And maybe that's just personality, but also maybe it is like boys and girls. Yeah. I think there's something to that. I mean, was your daughter complicated? Like, is she, is she layered like she, that? She's super complex. She's so new. She's so nuanced that she, she fools me often really? into believing that she's okay because she knows that that I want everything to be okay. Mm-hmm. So she'll, she'll be crying about something on her own. And I'll be like, dude, are you okay? And she'll wipe her tears and be like, oh, no, everything's perfect, Dad. Let's play. Aww. And I'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I want to give her time to process. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's play. But I'm thinking, like, she has learned to be deceptive around how she feels because I am all day, every day. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and, and one of the things that I'm interested in doing with my daughter is, is allowing her to, to correct me. It's, I stuttered even saying it. <laughs> like, like giving her the tools to know what the conditions are for success for me so that she can hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. In fact, before you guys even call me about this, like I wrote some conditions for a, for a successful daddy that I'm going to share with her this weekend. I'm saying, hey, this is this is what it looks like for dad to be here with you. So when you don't see this, this, or this, do you mind respectfully letting oh gosh, daddy know? I love that. I'm scared as hell, though. That's so Because great, she's though. my kid, and I'm an asshole, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure, sure. So there may be times when she can manipulate the system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Especially I'm, if she's a bright she's little smart. girl, which sounds she's like she smart. is. Yeah. And she, her, she's, her emotional quotient is super-duper high. Yeah. She can walk I, into a room yeah. and find a hurting person. Be like, hey, Dad, can I go say hi to that person? And yeah. I'm like, no. She's mm-hmm. like, that's why we need to say hi. I'm like, yeah. Now, is your ex-wife, like, are you guys on the same page, like, as in the way that you approach parenting? Yeah. Um, generally speaking. That's good. Okay. And uh, I mean, I'm sure that's a complicated. I, I, won't, yeah. I won't send her this link after saying that. This, <laughs> but but um, I will say that my, my ex-wife... Who is my friend, Regina? I won't call her an ex-wife. Regina has a way of processing emotions that are distinct from the way that I do. So when Phoenix comes to me, I let Phoenix know that I welcome her tears, Mm -hmm. that her tears bring me dignity. Like when she cries before me, it makes me feel like I'm trustworthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't want her growing up feeling like... Because she's showing you vulnerability. Vulnerability. Her vulnerability is... um, uniquely valuable it's worth a million dollars yeah because her vulnerability in the future will give her access to like be victorious in situations where she feels disempowered particularly as a woman and one of the things she says is that dad you know at school the boys say that i'm weak because i cry and i say phoenix and i want us to talk about this too the future of the leadership of our nation Mm -hmm. and i often say phoenix you're you're the way that you can cry when you want to is your superpower and that superpower allows you to fly above things that daddy is still walking through as a grown person. Mm-hmm. So you cry, take your wings, 
and you soar past the things that many of those boys are still stuck in. Some of those boys are just stuck. Yeah. And, they're, and, they're, and, and you bring them shame. You make them ashamed to be stuck in the stuff that they're stuck in because you over there crying and soaring. You know yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, and, and Marlon, the, the fact that you cry in front of her and that you show her vulnerability yes. and you give her that space. And she's seen you morph as a person. She's seen you chase your dreams and do all this stuff. You're modeling for her. All of that. Yeah. yeah. You're practicing I'm what trying. you're preaching. I'm trying. <laughs> you know, and, and Regina, Regina's a corporate leader, you know, and so she's been taught in her corporate environment mm-hmm. that her emotions are not her superpower, but that they are her kryptonite. There's, right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, so there are moments when Phoenix would be like, you know, Dad, you know, Mommy, you know, the other day she was like, Daddy, why do you care about my tears so much? And I was like, because Phoenix, your care, your tears care for you in a way that Daddy can't, and I want you to be cared for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, so that's how we defer my Regina and I is that Regina says, "Toughen up, don't be a crybaby," right? And I say, "Your tears are your superpower." Yeah, because in your world, like that vulnerability. It, that's what it's your welcome. work yeah. is. It and is. In a yes. corporate world, it's not. So, it's not. I mean, that no. that is, but it's, it's sort of great that she's going to get both of those. I, I was going to yeah, say you're right. that. That you're balance. Right. You're right. That balance that's a balance. balance. You're right. Yeah. It is a balance. It's an ebb and flow. Yeah. And how do you, like, y'all, I have to tell you, I, I, I walked into, I was feeling really down today, obviously, because of stupid Twitter and the news and what's going on with this confirmation of, of the justice have it How did that happen? <laughs> um, I'll tell you how. Uh, a bunch of old white men. That's how it happened. But they're dinosaurs. They're yeah. T Rexes. That is, and they are in charge. Arms. And they yeah. are in charge. But and they're when, dying. When so. they die, please, Lord. I saw a great New Yorker a cartoon that people were passing around. That like it was like a bunch of the, you know politicians sitting in front of her, her, and they were like, "It's not that we don't believe you. It's just that we, we don't, don't care." care. And that's oh, totally what it is. Exactly. It's totally what it is. Mike is designing a new t-shirt, Care About Women. I like it. Because it's not Aww. believe women. Yeah. It's, they believe her. Yeah. It's care about them. Care. But anyway, I was really bummed. And like, I took Iris to school today. And we get in the classroom. And usually Mike takes her. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited because we're going to get to do this game, our game today. And I was like, what game? She's like, the game where we, um, we all hide in the bathroom from the stranger. What? Say what? And I was like. What? Right? <laughs> <laughs> what? And um, and then it dawned on me that they're doing an active shooter drill. Shut up. Yep. That is, and I and I said to her teacher, I said, "Is this about an S H O O T E R?" And she said, "Yep." Oh my gosh. She said, "That's why there's Ooh. because they have a back." She's four. Yep. And she's four. She's four. There's 24 kids in the classroom and two teachers. They lock themselves in a bathroom, a tiny one-person bathroom. Um. When they do this actor shooter, shooter drill. Um, and her teacher was like, I'm glad we've got the bathroom. She's like, my children are upstairs in the middle school where it's all windows. Like her own children. I don't even want to hear this. So like when we talk about who we're electing and who's representing us in this conversation we're having, it's like this is legitimately life and death. Yeah. Like that is... <laughs> Can y'all believe how fucked up that is? I can't. No. Doesn't that break your heart? I have no words. Yeah. yeah for that. She's four? She's four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going to all lock themselves in the bathroom and hide from Here's the stranger. Here's the silver lining. <laughs> Yay. Wow, Abby. This 
history repeats itself. That is not a good thing because we never learn from history, right? It just keeps happening and happening. But this has happened before, right? I mean, how many stories have you heard about duck and cover? You know, your kids would just get under tables because there'd be bombs dropping. Uh So I'm not saying, like, it doesn't, it's not reflect. We shouldn't care about it, but it's, it is, it, this keeps happening. But this this is an epidemic. It's just happening to us This is an epidemic, though, in a way that, like, when they were hiding under desks and stuff, it's not like bombs were dropping constantly. No, absolutely like not. Like, there, there is but a it's very a living in real... Fear. Yeah, living, living in fear. fear. Yes. Yeah. There's a living and in fear. And that's how the people who are in charge govern right now. That's yes. so, so yes. true. So true. By fear. It's all about fear. That's so true. And, and I think that's why, like, to bring it back to the be- beginning of our conversation, when you are working from a place of fear, humanity is hard to yeah. access and being present and being mindful is hard so to yeah. access yeah because when we're rooted in fear like um our asses are to the future and our faces are to the past yes and so you trip over shit you would normally trip over yep. you know what i'm saying yep. and you're an asshole like right. you walk in right. with your ass yep. you know what i'm saying yeah. so that's sort of where we are in our nation we're being driven by fear and fear has like you turned around like you're passed backwards. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. where the fuck are you going to get being passed backwards? What What's the destination of passed backwards? And so I think that we have a unique opportunity. You talked about the silver line. And thank you for saying <laughs> that this is cyclical, <laughs> that this is just a winter yeah. of an experience of who we are as human beings in this nation. The spring will come. The summer will come. And I think that we can invite the spring or the summer into our cultural context as parents by allowing our children to process in the present moment mm-hmm. how they feel to let that shit go so that they could be present and move forward. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But when we teach them to stuff it down, like they're still in the past. They're still like, I still see Phoenix sometimes processing mistakes that she's made. Yeah. When I say, okay, stop crying. Right. We got to get this. You know, we got to do this. Right. It shows up throughout the entire day. So she's in the past. Mm-hmm throughout the day because I did not let her process the present. Right. Yep. And and I think <clears throat> teaching our children love, teaching them love, teaching them acceptance. Yeah. I don't know. It's like they I guess what they watch and what they see. Yeah. And if you are a person like who is growing up with media and then you are living in a family that doesn't teach acceptance and love, then you can see how somebody could turn into Somebody that is led by fear. Super, yeah. super easy. <laughs> I mean, it's so easy to be led by fear. You know what I mean? It's, um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it feels counterintuitive sometimes to say, where's the love? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially right now in our nation. Like, where's the love for Donald Trump? Like, as we sit here as a triad, a three-fold court. Right. You're right. Like, wh- where is our humanity around, around him, around Kavanaugh? I mean, (sighs) okay, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I feel activated in a way that I have never felt before. Even though I have a four month old baby, I am block walking and I am phone banking and I am donating my kids college funds Mm -hmm. to representatives that I want in my (laughs) my world. And like, I love what you just said. I mean that it, and I've never done that before. That's That's for sure. So, I mean, at least there's. That's dope. So I can thank him for activating me. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the shit that fertilizes our future, man, when we process it properly. That's right. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, um, Marlon, we could talk to you I know, sadly all day. I to stupid work. All day. Um, you're, work. And when you're, can we retire? You're incredible. <laughs> you are so yeah. awesome. Well, I just s- want to acknowledge you guys for the work that you're doing here to, uh, to not um, promote perfection, mm. but um, to enrich what's really human about who we are, and that's beauty. Beauty ain't always perfect. And this show really reveals the beauty of what it means to be a parent. Right. Not the pretty, no, but the beauty. Thank yeah. you so much for y'all's thank work. Thank you so much this for coming. This is so cool. No, thank mm-hmm. you for coming. Oh, Marlon, awesome. I love you so much. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> so much. Anytime you want to come hang out with us. Yes. That's what's We'd up, We'd love man. to have yes. you. I'd love to talk about my failure even more. I love, yes. <laughs> I love talking about failure. <laughs> um, we didn't get to recommendations today. Shoot, we'll um, post them up. But yes, you, you actually posted a book today on on our facebook group i did about voting and we do have a new uh facebook group that we are loving marlon i hope you will join us um it is awesome it's a bunch of people who are on there being like hey this is how i fucking suck today and everyone's like me too and it's like this great communal thing it's hands off parents facebook group and I have had people who have said, I am looking forward to that group. It is getting me through the day. Yeah. And that makes us so happy. If you want to join, just shoot us a message or so you could search it out and yep. you can ask to be yep. included because it's a closed group. But we, we just send it to your friends. We are so excited about yeah. it. And if you have show ideas, anything, feel free to post them there. Yeah. Um, and any recommendations oh, you have. Cool. Uh, but it's great. That's my recommendation for the week is join our Facebook group. I like that recommendation. Yeah. And when you join our Facebook group, you'll get Abby's recommendation for the week, which is a book that which she is likes. a book that I like. Yes. But we're not going to tell you now. You have to join the group. Ah. And Marlon, what's one thing you recommend this week? Um, I recommend that you take your, your shoes off, take your socks off, and walk in the grass. Ooh. Love that. Yeah. I love that too. Let's all do that this week, y'all. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. get connected. Let's I haven't get done connected. that in years. A while. Feels good. Yeah, yeah. It feels good. Yeah. All right. We will see you guys in two weeks. Yes. Thanks for being with Thank us. Thank you. Adios. You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter at Hands Off Parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands Off Parents is Steph and Abby. Mail camp.